All You Need to Know, the BQ Prime podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Hi, thanks so much for tuning in. Good morning to you. This is the daily morning update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 13th of September. First up, news on the economy. Retail inflation in India has eased more than anticipated in August, led by lower vegetable prices. It stayed above the RBI's target range and came in at 6.83% in August, down from 7.44% in July. And remember that July print was the highest in 15 months. Consensus estimates by a panel of economists polled by Bloomberg had pegged inflation at 7.1%. The deficient rainfall in August has raised some concerns, but food and beverage inflation stood at 9.19% during the month, down from 10.57% in July. And in fact, even core inflation, which removes food and fuel from the basket, eased to 4.8% from 5%. Now, meanwhile, India's industrial production grew at a faster pace in July, and the IIP, in fact, stood at 5.7% compared with a revised estimate of 3.8% in June. Here too, the consensus of estimates pegged it at 5.3%. Economists have said that the annual performance of most available high-frequency indicators improved in August relative to July, including freight and electricity generation. Now, the Apple event was something that we were tracking last evening, and the iPhone 15 was revealed and its price was announced. It is expected to start at 79,900 rupees in India. Of course, the more feature-heavy iPhone Pro and iPhone Pro Max will cost about 1.3 and 1.6 lakh rupees respectively. And a new Apple Watch has also been launched at a price starting at 41,900 rupees. But perhaps more than the improvement of the features of its products, The change that grabbed the most attention was the shift to the Type-C USB charging port. Both the new products will have a Type-C port, which most other devices globally use. Apple shares decline, perhaps on account of that loss of that differentiator, but perhaps also because the company is not perceived to have made any major changes or upgrades in its products this year. And this at a time when the iPhone sales globally falling. In other news, the US Justice Department has said that Google pays more than $10 billion a year to maintain its position as the default search engine on web browsers and mobile devices, stifling competition. This was said at the start of an antitrust trial in Washington. It is, in fact, the first such trial pitting the federal government against a U.S. technology company in more than two decades. The Justice Department and 52 attorneys general from states and U.S. territories alleged that Google illegally maintained its monopoly by paying billions to tech rivals, smartphone makers, and wireless providers in exchange for being set as the pre-selected option or the default on mobile phones and web browsers. Now turning to international markets, US stocks declined with the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq dropping 0.6 and 1% respectively. The Dow ended marginally lower. And it's a mixed start to trade for the Asia-Pacific region with two of the three early rises 
starting in the green. And back home, all eyes are likely going to be on the broader markets today as well. Yesterday, remember, it saw tremendous selling. Let's go across to Neeraj now for the trades that are up for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. What's your attention on at the start of the day? Very good morning, Alex. Uh, well, the attention is grabbed by what happened yesterday, isn't it? There was, uh, you could literally use the word carnage for the broader end of the spectrum for a, for a day's trade, if you will. But yes, it was. I, I think therefore the focus is on whether the same kind of momentum on the downside continues for the broader end of the spectrum. Remember, the Nifty and the Nifty Bank essentially ended flat. So it was restricted to what happened at the broader end of the spectrum. Uh, remember, the inflation data is constructive, could help the sentiment on trade. So that's a positive, but oil prices have gone up and there is a problem thereof. Uh, a lot of reasons floating around for why the mid caps cracked the way they did. A uh, lot of it unconfirmed, of course, but uh, smart money managers are talking about how select outfits had probably even hiked uh, the margin requirements, which may also have been one possible reason in addition to the more popular reason about uh, some developments at a buy side firm. But nevertheless, be that as it may, I think even if all the reasons that are being laid out are true, we might probably see this last for a day or two longer and then some bit of stability come up. Nevertheless, uh, with the way the prices have moved up, some bit of a corrective move was always welcome. So no surprises thereof whatsoever. The, the, the thing is the yesterday we saw a bunch of these PSU stocks fall um, near double digits. But the delivery percentages were not necessarily higher. Cochin Shipyard, the delivery percentages were 20%, RVNL 19%, BHEL 25%. So it shows that not too many people came out and bought these stocks as well. Sure, and Engineers India had a 44% delivery percentage mark, but that was one off. Most others uh, had fairly low delivery percentages, which shows that the trading volumes were high and not too much of buying happened. So which is a bit of a weak queue. What about stocks to monitor today? Well, since oil prices have gone up after OPEC has signaled a supply crunch, uh, ONGC Oil India might be in focus. KEC International has secured new orders of 1,000 crores might be in focus. Rights has done an inter interesting development. They've signed an MOU with CFM Angola, in Angola, of course, for cooperation in the development of railways and related infrastructure, including the supply of rolling stock. So this could be interesting and something that most people are saying that Indian railways might actually be going global in a meaningful way. The sentiment is really weak around railways. So be mindful, but never know. I mean, this is not a financial benefit immediately, but an interesting development nevertheless. Uh, Wari Renewable has received a letter of intent for EPC services uh, for setting up a solar power project. So a 50 to megawatt. So watch out for that as well. And RR Cable IPO opens today. Uh, analysts recommend to subscribe. But more importantly, the other related companies might be in focus. But Polycap doesn't need an RR Cable IPO to go higher. It's at stock trading at premium valuations and may continue to do so. Let's wait and watch. With this, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.